Good morning, Gateway Church, and thank you for joining us. As we find ourselves in the midst uh, of this current and unique time, we ask for your patience uh, as we um, find our way in this unique situation. Um, I thought it best to read some of the sections uh, of the Gateway Church announcement that was recently sent. If you did not get this announcement, um, it's on our website, um, so please um, use it for you go to the website for this announcement and all other updates that um, as, as we see this is a fluid situation. Um, we find ourselves in the midst of a public health crisis that no one saw coming and it has drastically affected everyone in the United States. The meetings affected by this announcement include the Sunday morning worship service, Bible school classes, all midweek prayer meetings, um, and life groups, all midweek Bible studies, Friday night kids club, Gateway Nursery School will also be closed until further notice. First, as we wait for the freedom to once again meet publicly, we want to encourage you to make use of the recorded messages on our webpage. We encourage you to take part in this um, as a family and include time for prayer for your church, family, community, nation, and around the world. We know that the current health crisis will imp impact finances uh, of many. We will be praying for you and your family. If you're able to give, please, play please pray about how you can continue to support the ministry um, throughout the coming months. You can give by visiting our church webpage at www.gatewayli.org and give online. Or consider your financial institution's bill pay, or feel free to mail your gifts to Gateway Church at 50 Walcott Road, Levittown, New York, 11756. Thank you in advance for your help with this important part of church life. Finally, reach out via phone to those in our church family who may be at a particular risk from the COVID-19 virus and see how you can help. Connect with your neighbors, and remember to pray for them. Let's pray. Father, during this unique situation, we have so many voices speaking to us, speaking at us. There's so, so much information, so much doubt. So amongst all the voices, Lord, we ask that you hear ours. Psalm 86, 1 through 4. Incline your ear, O Lord, and answer me, for I am afflicted and needy. Preserve my soul, for I am a godly man. O you, my God, serve your servant who trusts in you. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for to you I will cry all day long. Make glad the soul of your servant, for to you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. Father, let us all find your elusive peace the peace that we should all have because to know that you're in control and you love us all, Lord. We ask for the comfort of your mercy, your grace, and your love. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. As Chris has said, uh, we are in the midst of a crazy time. And as these last two weeks especially have unfolded, we had no idea when we first heard of a COVID-19 virus and the possibility of a pandemic that the impact it would have on us locally and on our world globally. What a story we're going to have to tell someday to our kids. And we are going to make it through this, but it's making some radical 
impact or making a radical impact on the way that we do church and the way that we're going to function as a church in the weeks ahead. Uh, we were told at the beginning of the week no large gatherings and then it went down to 100 and then it went down to 50 and then 10. Uh, now the spirit of the law that's been given to us by our leaders is that um, we need to avoid meeting together as much as possible. And so we're searching to find our way to uh, make ends meet and figure out what we're going to do. I took advantage of the senior shopping this week and uh, went uh, to stop and shop and uh, was amazed at how easy it was. I was grateful for the opportunity they gave us as seniors to get there a little bit early and avoid the crowds. But um, everybody else had the same idea, and I'm sure it'll get better as time goes on, but we waited in line for well over an hour to get out of the store. Uh, my wife, Kathy, teaches fourth grade. Um, she's been working this week to engage her classroom uh, via the Internet. And so when I went home for lunch the other day, she was there speaking to her, uh, almost her entire class on Zoom and uh, doing a grammar lesson with them. Uh, we then thought, well, if it worked for our class, we could do it for our family as well. So we met with our family for a short time, our son and daughter-in-law in Las Vegas, our daughter in Albany, our daughter in the Harrisburg area um, and then I was here at the office and my wife at home. Uh, we need to take advantage of every opportunity we have to connect with people in the midst of these difficult times. Last Sunday was the last time we were able to meet together as a congregation and for the foreseeable future that will be it but if you remember it was a call to prayer. Uh, it was asked to be a national day of prayer by our president and we took advantage of that the thing that I appreciated so much of what took place here at our church was that it was very outward focused and prayer for others is a great opportunity and a great thing to be doing. We suggested that these were some of the areas that you could pray for those that are being affected by the pandemic. We ask you to pray for healthcare workers, parents who now are dealing with their kids at home, first responders, uh, the sick, law enforcement, churches, teachers and schools, government, those out of work, military. Uh, I've added a few to the list and had to shrink the size a little bit, but um, I thought as I was at the store a couple of times this week, our food retailers are there trying to make sure that there's food for all of us, and there's truckers trying to get them the material to the um, uh, stores, uh, banks and businesses, they're all handling money, they're all handling people. Let's pray that God would help all of these, as well as the things we've asked you to pray for uh, prior to this time. And we do want to take a look at the Word today. Uh, we have been going through a series over the last few weeks, taking advantage of this season of Lent, uh, to look at the life of Jesus. And we're seeing that of the many things in Jesus' life that we can model and that we can admire, is that we need to pray, place a priority uh, on prayer in our life. We saw that Jesus, in the Gospel of Mark, got up very early while it was still dark, and left the house, went off to a solitary place where he prayed. And we need to learn to pull aside from the crowdedness of life and pull aside from the busyness of life to eliminate some of the hurry and to take time to be with Jesus. We also took a look at the transfiguration of Jesus on the mountain when he took three of his closest disciples with him and he was changed before them. Uh, all of us want to have an experience and a discovery of Jesus, the Son of God and all of his glory but are we prepared for what it means for us? Because a voice came from heaven 
And it said to them, This is my son whom I have chosen. Listen to him. And so having an encounter with Jesus will call us to listen to him, to learn to obey him, to seek to be close to him. And today we want to take just a few minutes to look at another scripture dealing with the life of Jesus. And what we find is, is that it's an incredibly valuable thing. It's a thing of priority and it's a thing that is better to do than anything else, and that's to sit at the feet of Jesus. We find this in the midst of a story that I'd like to read to you from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 10, verses 38 and following. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken from her. What we find out from this is it was a good thing that was happening. Martha opened her home to Jesus. Martha desired to take this man and show him some honor because of the respect that was due him because of his teaching and his prestige among the people, wanted to prepare a great meal. And what we're going to find is in life, there's always a lot of good things that we could be do, doing, a lot of good things going on. But what this passage is saying is, is that you can list all the good things that you want. There's still nothing greater than learning to sit at the feet of Jesus. I have to tell you that as a pastor, um, I have found this to be an incredible challenge. On any given Sunday morning, it's very easy for me to be distracted. I'm thinking about leading the worship. I'm thinking about leading the congregation in the teaching ministry of the church. I've often taught Bible school and Bible classes. I've led prayer meetings. And it has been difficult for me sometimes to pull aside from the distraction and just sit at the feet of Jesus. I relish those times, and often I have had to make it happen at other times during the week than Sunday morning. Many of you are in a similar position. You work in the nursery or you work as an usher, and you do it all so that others can experience the presence of God in a worship service. But what we find is we can't let those distractions keep us from being with Jesus. And so it is that as Jesus were on the way, Martha invited him in, but she was so distracted by the preparations that she came to him and said, Lord, aren't you concerned that my sister isn't distracted like I am? Tell her to help me. Um, wanted Mary to be involved in the service of seeing Jesus' needs met and being entertained well. But Jesus was going to make the point that there'll be always a long list of good things that you were able to do. Were you able to choose the thing that was best? And that's sitting at the feet of Jesus. And so if you're going to succeed at this, you need to learn to deal with the distractions and manage the expectations. What had happened is, is the list of good things that Martha was trying to do, inviting Jesus, entertaining Jesus, entertaining all those that had gathered there and putting on a good program and a good show, was not the best that she could have done when she could have been sitting at the feet of Jesus. And then she had those same expectations of others. What's the matter with these other people that they couldn't help me? What's the matter with them that they couldn't be a part of the, what I want to accomplish? And so we find this statement made, Martha was distracted by all the preparations. 
She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work myself? Tell her to help me. And Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you're not only distracted, but you're worried about many things. Few things are needed, indeed only one. And we get worried and we get distracted. I've often thought of the priests during the feast days of Israel, when the people gathered by command to come to Jerusalem. And it was the priest's job to make sure that worship took place, and especially during the Passover on the Day of Atonement, and that the sacrifices were accepted and the sacrifices were, were made and the people were satisfied. And the priests would put on lavish programs and the sons of Korah would sing from the walls of the temple and it would be a, a tremendous time. But the priests would be exhausted and the priests would be easily distracted also that others could worship. Jesus came on the scene and said, learn to deal with these distractions and don't place expectations on other people that have learned to sit at the feet of Jesus. Learn to be there at his feet yourself. Deal with distractions. Manage expectations. And then we need to realize that we've got to be those people that choose the better. And finding time to spend with Jesus is one of the greatest things that you'll ever do in your Christian life. I think we find that we're at a time when uh, God is shouting from the heavens, slow down. And while we try to slow down because there's not that much out there, all the sporting events are canceled. Our kids' programs are canceled. Those of you that have complained about having to run your kids here and run your kids there, everything's being shut down for a time. And isn't it interesting that what is happening is we're going stir-crazy. We're finding that we need to fill ourselves with stuff and be careful that you don't get sucked into this just sitting in front of the news sitting in front of your computer screen, sitting in front of the things that distract you, when God is saying, here is an opportunity to spend some time with me. And you can do this as a family. Take an extra couple of minutes when you sit down for a meal to give thanks to God for providing that meal, for giving thanks to God for providing the health that you have. Take some time at the end of the day to pray together as a family, to pray together um, with others that you can say thank you to God for what he's done and take some time personally to sit at the feet of Jesus. And so it is that she had a sister called Mary and Mary had done the better thing. She had sat and listened to what Jesus had to say. And Jesus would say to Martha, a few things are needed, really only one, and Mary has chosen that better thing. It will not be taken from her. I don't know what kind of a, uh, an effect the pandemic has had on you and your personal life. Uh, it's like going back to the older days where maybe we have to go shopping a few times a week to get the few things that we need. It's hard to load up our carts with all the things because the shelves are empty. It's also interesting that we've now been handed this time because of all the things that have been canceled around us. Will you sit at the feet of Jesus? Will you realize that it is the better thing that you can choose? Uh, don't miss this opportunity. During the season of Lent, we asked you to pull aside and devote yourselves to a time of prayer, to give up a few things. God is now saying, I'm going to take those few things from you. And so use that time to be a blessing to his church, to be a blessing to his people. I want to appreciate I appreciate some of the things that Chris said in the announcements before we began. 
uh, give a neighbor a call and reach out to them. Also remember that each week we're going to be taking the time to put together a video and place it on our webpage so that you can be connected to the teaching ministry of the church. And you'll also find on the first page of our webpage um, the most recent announcements that are going to be going on with respect to our church and the way that we're going to be doing um, church in the days ahead. So with all of that in mind, let's bow for a word of prayer. Father, I thank you for this brief glimpse into the life of Mary and Martha. And Father, many of us are like Martha. We want to do the things that you've called us to do. But may we not become so busy even with the good things. Loving our family and ministering to our family. Loving our church and ministering to our church that we forget to sit at your feet. I pray, Father, that this week we'll take the time to seek out your Son, to lay your word open before us, to pray, and to ask you to speak to our hearts. Father, our nation needs you desperately. We confess to you that we've wandered far from your presence. And I pray that out of this would come a movement of your Spirit that would call people to come and sit for a time at the feet of Jesus. Amen. This song has meant a lot to us as a church over the last um, year or so, and I'd like to share it with you this morning um, just as a reminder that um, God has been so, so good to us. failed me all my days I've been held in your hands from the moment that I wake up until I lay my head I will sing of the goodness of God and all my life you have been faithful So, so good With every breath that I am able I will sing of the goodness of God I love your voice You have led me through the fire In darkest night You are close like no other Running after, it's running after me. 
face shine upon you. May you know his peace in the week ahead. And I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs>